This is Andrea Eichmann here tonight with the People's Patriot Project. We are bringing you our weekly show slash podcast called We Got Your Six at Six Patriot Playtime. Every week we bring you a guest and many times we bring a new musician and we share all the good and not always such good things happening in our world. This week we have some super guests. Uh, we've got Travis Partington here. Um, he's bringing a message from War. We are resilient. And we have Taylor Allum here sharing her musical talent as well. We would also like to mention Bourbon Battle Buddies. Thank you for supporting our mission and actually being part of what, what we do. Um, Scotty Frazier, um, can't thank you enough for your camaraderie, your support. You're going to hear a lot more about Scotty um, now and in the future. Lots of things coming up. Jeremy Daniels, thank you for always being here. Derek Iozio with Catch-22 Peer Support. Contagion Effect, Eric and Mike, you guys are awesome. Gabriel Men, Gabriel Wren, J. Mark Bailey, Janine and the gang, you guys are super amazing. Um, so many others out there that we have gotten to meet face-to-face -face and put pause on. We hope to see all of you here tonight. Um, if you have questions, make sure and ask them as we are streaming. Sometimes they hit right on the spot. Sometimes they come later. And so we'll try to address those as we go. Um, if your name is not showing up when you comment, please use this link that I am putting in right now, and then we can address your questions, knowing who you are. Much appreciated. Um, and we do know why we get to do this. Thank you to the service members and the first responders that have committed their time, sweat, blood, limbs, family, and life to give us the freedoms that we have that allow us to do what we do daily. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, we do wear this green because we won't go unseen. Try to get that one out of your brain later on. Um, before we do get started with this week's show, we're going to ask that you take off your hats, stand if you can and cover your heart, and join us for the Pledge of Allegiance. A Pledge of Allegiance. A pledge of allegiance. To the flag. 
of the United, of the States, United of America, States of America and to the Republic, to the Republic for which it stands, stands one, nation, one nation under God, indivisible, indivisible liberty, and justice for all. Travis, get awake, brother. Come on, man. What are you doing? <laughs> you look you look like the eighth grader just got caught doing something in class. Well, I was trying to stand. I, I forgot the standing part. <laughs> he was all hooked up and ready to roll, and then we asked him to take off his hat oh, and stand. Oh, so good, man. We throw those curveballs all the time. Welcome this Sunday. We don't got our setup the way we normally set it up, but we'll get it going there. Um, we got to put the queen where she belongs. No, long as that doesn't suggest age, that's all good. <laughs> and uh, I don't know why I got stuck there. That's crazy. Um, welcome. This is, gosh, I want to almost said November. I don't want to take away another uh, month that I don't want. To two days, please. I know, I know. Gosh, uh, it is October. Kimmer Gwinner, Miss Gwinner, good to see you, sister. Um, Lots of people popping in. We do have a Facebook user in there. Uh, Jeremy. I know what option three. Yeah. Gosh, if, if you haven't seen his setup yet uh, and you're not following him, Mr. Jeremy Daniels, uh, this is uh, a man who has lived in a little bit of adversity due to his service. And uh, he's got an amazing mission and he is going to be launching his own uh information station we'll call it uh until we know more uh and uh knows a lot about those that have been infiltrated or, or dealt with or uh exposed exposed is the right word i'm looking for uh to the burn pits over in uh, the middle east and so uh lots of great information uh here every weekend with us love having you here brother uh but we've got amazing guest wearing um, many hats it's really weird it's really weird in that and i'm sorry this might hurt some people's feelings and i'm not a, above or below that but those people that are committed to service just serve that's what they do and it seems like they feel every nook and cranny of their life in finding another way to be the tip of the spear and taking care of uh, people that they care about and may not even know. Um, and that is Mr. Travis Partington and Ms. Uh, Taylor Ohm, um, who are multifaceted in where they are uh, uh, supporting veterans in their world. And we'll get to that. Um, Jonathan, what do you got in the news, brother? A lot of stuff. Uh, the month of October is really busy, but now we're going into November as well. So we got a lot of information. Can I interrupt you for a second? Remember, um, we go very, very stringent one hour, one hour time slot, just so you know. Oh, Remember, yeah. Just... I'll, I'll cut it short then. <laughs> so, uh, the month of October will start as Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Uh, the National Breast Cancer Foundation reports that a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer every two minutes. There are some innovations in research, surgical options, and clinical trials that give women many more options now. With early detection, a woman's survival rate goes up 
So doing self-exams is a very part of early detection. It's also Country Music Month. Uh, Country Music Month is celebrated in October. President Richard Nixon proclaimed Country Music Month. October was picked by the Country Music Association. After classical music, country music was one of the first genres to become popular in American music. It was developed from a mixture of church music, folk music, and blues music in the southeastern parts of America. October is also Emotional Wellness Month. A mental and emotional stress, stress can translate into negative physical reactions, a weakened immune system, and poor health. Emotional wellness refers to our ability to process our feelings in a healthy and positive way and to manage the stress of everyday life. If you feel stressed or overwhelmed, Try to find a soothing activity like meditation or yoga to slow down and clear your mind. Uh, October is also National Depression Education and Awareness Month, and it is designed to teach us about the signs, symptoms, and treatment options for depression. It lets all of us know that seeking help, either from a counselor, a trusted friend, or someone in your community is a sign of hope and strength. A listening ear, a comforting hug, empathy, and asking questions without judgment can go a long way to comforting others. October is also National Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Uh, National Domestic Violence Awareness Month is recognized each October through educational events, community gatherings, and support groups. The purpose of this campaign is to remind everyone that ending domestic violence starts with just one small action, whether that be seeking help or sharing resources. National Domestic Violence Awareness Month encourages those in abusive relationships to get help. And this month isn't just about learning, it's also about doing. Moving into, up. Oh, sorry. I kind of missed this last week and Andrea was just sharing it with me. So yesterday, October 28th, uh, was the anniversary of the dedication of the Statue of Liberty in 1886. The statue is a symbol of freedom and democracy and the most famous statue in the world. The pedestal was completed in April of 1886, and finally on October 28, 1886, President Grover Cleveland oversaw the dedication of the Statue of Liberty in front of thousands of spectators. The story of the Statue of Liberty and her island has been one of change. Perhaps the most notable is the association with welcoming the huddled masses. In 1903, a plaque bearing the phrase, the new Colossus, was placed in the pedestal. With that, Lady Liberty's significance would also grow as an inspiration to immigrants who sailed past her on their way to America. Um, knowing the history of the statue and what it represents, and this past year I was able to go to New York for the first time and uh, put eyes on her, and it's... It's every bit amazing as you would imagine it to be. So moving into the month of November, uh, November is Military Family Month. The observation recognizes the challenges that family members face in support of their loved ones in uniform. Without their commitment and dedication, it would be impossible for our military to remain organized and focused. They are the heroes behind our heroes and they keep the fires burning at home, no matter the distance. This month honors the parents and children who stay behind and love their family members on active duty to protect the interest of their nation. 
uh, November 1st is National Stress Awareness Day. The first Wednesday of November every year. Take 24 hours to reinforce the fact that you're not doing yourself a favor by stressing about situations that you can't control. In fact, according to science, chronic stress leads to impaired cognitive and physiological functions that can cause us to age before our time. So let's take November 1st to learn together to hone our ability to choose one thought over another and to let go of trying to control every situation. Some things are just very much out of our control and we should learn to accept that. And that is the news. Thank you for jumping on that every week, Jonathan, and giving us all the pieces. I I, I want to know why Andrea was so upset about the Statue of Liberty. I mean, it's an important... Uh, Rumor has it maybe she was plausibly the model for that statue or something like that. Is that is that what happened or is that why you're so so invested? Eighteen eighty six. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's not true. That's, That's me though. I made that up. Totally made that up. No way. That's not. True. I was actually Betsy Ross, just so you know. <laughs> I was like five and I was in a parade and I was sitting in a rocking chair stitching the flag on this flatbed and we got all done and I had that dang flag stitched right to my dress by the end of it. I don't know how to sew, but it was fun. It was a fun day. <laughs> do you speaking of Betsy Ross, do you know what she she's most famous for? Yes, the flag, but there was there was a process that she's most noted for. Does anyone know what that was? Hmm. I'm not smart enough to know this or do this, or but she, I believe it's even patented, figured out the way to fold the, the fabric where she could cut the stars so they would all be uniform at the same time with the same angles with the, the same process. That's what she was, uh, fermentation, uh, Eric Melloth believes. Um, <laughs> I don't think that was it, but uh, the we'll call it geography. Nope, nope, that's wrong. That's that's social studies. Geometry, uh, uh, geometrical process of cutting those stars. And so I, that's random, not really important, need to know stuff. So, um, yes, different process. We get it, brother. We get it. Um, look at our amazing guests again. I, I feel great. We got Jason Steiner on uh, uh, talking. We got Eric Mello on here talking. And and we all had the awesome opportunity to bump into each other accidentally at a little event down in uh, Nebraska called Hero Stock. And uh, we got to meet Taylor uh, in every appropriate way, get some paws on her. Uh, I actually had a picture of pause on her it, with all three of us, right? It was all four of us in one space and not uh, <laughs> in a, get a picture done. And I don't it's hundred percent appropriate. Hundred percent appropriate. Shoot, you know um, what? I forgot too. I didn't put it in here, but I have the awesomest picture of her daughter and I as well from that day. Shoot, absolute rock stars. Miss uh, Miss Olin here is. We brought her on as a representative of music, 
But it goes a little deeper in that because uh, she has been running the Nebraska. Do you call it a chapter? Well, I started out running the Nebraska chapter, and now sure. I work at the national level as the development director for Guitar Store. Oh, my bad. So, <laughs> way bigger, way bigger. I didn't get the update because everything on her page says one thing, but uh, she's a busy lady. Busy lady, and uh, she's got an amazing voice and an amazing craft, and it doesn't fall far from the music tree. The, the family is involved, and we got to see her and her daughter in Nebraska. It's hard for me to say Nebraska. I, I'm going to be honest. It's it's not a place I want to go a lot. I mean, we'll, we'll probably marginal it down to at least one time a year, but um, it is, it's, it's a beautiful cornfield is what it is. He um, grudges. I think it has to do with football. It's all about football. I don't even think they got a football team in Nebraska for the oh record, but I, I can't confirm that. Um, nothing, nothing as big as the mighty slain fire breathing Minnesota Gophers. I mean, it's just, it's, there's nothing. <laughs> On a good day. Right, right. So we have Miss Taylor Olam here as our musician and representative for uh, Guitars for Vets. And then uh, our Travis Partington has been here <laughs> with us from the beginning. Um, and an emotional piece for us. Uh, it was an accident. All of it was an accident. Chris Turner invited us down to Nashville to start uh, his uh, 22 stop tour. And then all of a sudden everyone's coming out of the woodworks and relationship after relationship after relationship is built just like hero stock. Um, but uh, Travis has been in our network of, of working together and having conversations and building something bigger and, and he never slows down. He's constantly got something going on. And then we got the guru of all of our media, uh, Adam Berg, coming in, Heroes Media Group with uh, Community Heroes. We appreciate you, brother, and thank you for all you do to support a, all of us. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, Travis Partington, what are you working on, brother? Oh man, uh, year is is going by uh, quickly. I I have shows out till March now of next year. Um, it's it's crazy uh, what's been happening uh, this year with me and some of the things going on. And I think it's you know the the key word here, the key theme that you said earlier is relationship. It, it's being able to you know work in your lane but develop relationships with other cars going down the advocacy highway and if you if you guys can get together in a convoy we're pretty powerful so we have you here as travis partington sure. um you we we met you as oscar mike radio yep. that's not the only thing and then really that's not even why we have you on tonight um we have you here because you're also part of WAR, which stands for We Are Resilient. Um, 
what's is there a difference between the two missions or tell me more about those sure so uh we'll start with war first um there's a gentleman up here by the name of michael geary he's an army national guard veteran and the founder and executive director of the org hellfish haven and you know what hellfish haven does is looks to provide ways to interact with veterans a lot of nonprofits and veteran advocacy groups in the Boston area worked directly with Mike and he wanted to try out, you know, what I did with Oscar Mike radio. And, you know, this was like almost a year ago, we started playing around with this idea to do a live versus what I do, which is typically a recorded show. We had to call it something. And, you know, uh, if you understand Michael's story and, you know, what he's been through and what, you know, I've been through to a large degree in the last couple of years in my life. It's it's the it's a theme of resilience and resiliency in action. And so, you know, and we feel we feel that you know we're at this stage where okay, I'm tired of raising awareness for the 22. I'm tired of doing that. It, it's time to move past that to taking purposeful action to improve your life. You know. Uh, there's tons of veterans organizations out there like yourselves and people across this country. There's like 42, 49,000 registered nonprofits. So there, there's help for veterans. We have to embrace our resiliency, take the help that's offered and move our lives forward. And so we wanted a, a way to really like draw attention to the fact that, that we are war. We are resilient. We are powerful. We're here. We're not going anywhere. We're here to stay. So, the lives are cool because it's it's more relaxed. It's not as produced, and it, it's a different thing for me, which I really enjoy doing. Like I'm enjoying right now. It's a way to say, hey, you know, we're coming on. We're going to talk about, you know, how to read the 990N. You know, what do you think about the Pack Act? Each week around the theme of resilience, and then you know, connect people each other. I mean, uh, contagion um, effects come on. You know, the chat Jeremy Daniels has, you all have. And so it's become like a nationwide thing. And it's really, you know, neat seeing how this works. And people are just cool having a good time and want to help each other. Do that war thing again. We are resilient. We are. Good timing, Mike. That was... If I had known it was coming, we would have given it a little bit of oomph. But... <laughs> well, it's a surprise, you know. But uh, that, that, that's, that's, that's what's happened. And, you know, uh, if I may, I don't want to take all of Taylor's time. You know, Oscar Mike Radio is going into year number eight. I've got, you know, I'll, I'll end the year with like over 370 shows. And, uh, you know, there's just a lot of good stuff coming out of that. There's a lot of good, you know, other stuff to your point, Mike. Uh, I just got back from um, this hyperbaric oxygen therapy place in Florida, and they're looking at doing um you start in israel and what israel does now if you're a veteran you have tbr ptsd they put you through this hyperbaric oxygen therapy uh protocol and the success rate has been amazing and they're trying to go through the hoops here in the u.s to prove that it works and it's not just snake oil and that you know veterans have um real you know success with it i got to meet like four veterans down there that, that went through this and one's currently going through it now and to hear their stories and how, you know, 
someone who served in the Israeli Defense Force uh, and went through a lot of the same things that we all as veterans are going through, really, you know, got that sense of brotherhood and togetherness. And so it's just one of the cool things about, you know, doing Oscar Mike Radio. You never know where it's going to lead you. But um, not like you guys, you know, we were going to go to Nashville and, you know, go to this the Bold Patriot Brewery. And I walk in there and there you all are. And it's like, oh, yeah, we're from Minnesota. We're from you know, all around, and, and here we are. So, then you got the pause. You got the pause, didn't you? <laughs> I got the pause. Like I got the yeah. true love. I didn't get three sets of pause like Taylor did. I feel kind of jealous, you know. But <laughs> I mean, look at Taylor. Look at me. You can kind of figure out why I only got one set. Dude, I did get a set. Building of and growing, brother. Building <laughs> and growing. Ah, I see. I see. I got a question for Taylor, if I could. Yeah. Okay, so Taylor, I, I, I grew up being made forced, whatever you want to call it, to play the piano. And it's kind of funny now I can pick up a, I can pick up a piece of music and kind of sight read it. And, you know, I'm kind of getting it down with my little finger power books and scales and stuff. So I'm trying to play the guitar and understanding how the notes and the fretboard and all that stuff works in the guitar is just kicking my posterior big time. And it's, it's extremely frustrating. I pick it up and I try to get ticked off and say, you know, I'm not going to get fired for that guitar and put it down. I can't get it synced up in my mind. I didn't know if you had any. And plus, these mitts don't help either. I mean, look at these things. I'm more of a bass player. I'm picking up the bass too, but that's a different story. But how do I get the guitar notes to work right in my mind? Well, are you learning to play as a lead guitar player or a rhythm player? Or like, what are you trying to learn how to do? Well, in a perfect world, it'd be like Satriani or, or Steve Vai. I'm just... What well, I feel like, you know, you'd be ahead of me in that you had the piano training because a lot of people say, like, that's a great place to start. And it's just learning how the fretboard is lay, laid out. Um, well, that's... But yeah. you really don't have to even read music to play guitar. So there's a secret. I learned to play from drunk Marines. And so I play like a drunk Marine. Um <laughs> But it's probably a lot easier than you're making it if you're just learning to play for fun. If you're learning, to I'm just play trying to play for fun. I'm just trying to play like Moonlight Sonata on the guitar. Dude, then I'm... sign up for guitarist for vets. Where do you live? I'm in Boston. You're in Boston, Boston, Boston. Okay. Yeah, I'm we'll have to away go see what the nearest chapter is there. But if there isn't one within an hour of you, we have a cyber program that's available, so you okay. can do virtual course through there. You could also sign up through Challenge America. They have a program called Cav Arts, C-A-V-A-R-T-S. And you can sign up through there to do more than just Guitars for Vets. They have a plethora of things to do. But we have a Guitars for Vets community within that nonprofit um, that people will funnel through to our program. Like so, Andrew, this is just amazing. I, I think you have the same problem I have with the, this mitt, right. it's hard to get around. I have a guitar sitting right here, and I I do have a problem getting around the the board. And so I stick to the I stick to the tambourine, and uh, I I <laughs> learned how to how to. I'm a mean tambourine player, but uh, we've never uh, no, seen I, you play, Mark. We've never seen that you play the tambourine, Andrea. Do, can you vouch for this? I have not seen this myself. Okay, I lied. It's a lie. Where's your tambourine, Peterson? Hey, hey, Let's I'll, see I'll, it. I'll tell you what. Next, <laughs> next, next hero stock or whatever, I'll have one for you in March. Yeah. 
I yes. prefer the cowbell. Let's go with cowbell. I can let's we're gonna get uh I've got a, a beacon green, a beacon green cowbell that will just uh rock and roll that bad boy. Because <laughs> you always need more cowbell, right? That's that's we can never have too much cowbell, but but thank you, never, I mean, never. I don't feel as bad about my abilities as I did before talking to you. And now there's a way out. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um no i i think it is your mitts brother that that is going to be and there are different size fretboards right right Taylor? i mean that's i've gone to guitar that's center that's the I first thing i tell people is you need to go touch guitars you need to go find yeah. a guitar that fits you there's different the, size fretboards mm-hmm. yeah the the Kmart ones fit better for me than the guitar center board, uh, guitars. So, and I don't know why that is, but uh, uh, no, that's not true either. I mean, that is- I, I just get reminded about how much I don't know. Like I thought they were all like the same size. I don't know why. I just figured guitar was guitar. No, no. And the more you dive into that world, the the deeper it gets. There's all all kinds of everything that you could explore through guitars. I mean, it's it's not limited by any means. Uh, and it's just a matter of like, what is your goal with picking it up? What is it you're trying to do there? Um, and then, you know, how far do you wanna go with it? So it can be as simple as I wanna get drunk and play songs for three chords to I wanna be, you know, an an expert guitar player with whoever that is for you. I don't know. Eddie Van Halen comes to mind for me, but Joe Bonamassa, all of those guys, uh, fantastic guitar players that I, the best thing I think I love about guitar is no matter how long you live, you will never stop learning something new on guitar. So it does no good to compare yourself to anybody else because that person's comparing to somebody else and, it just goes on. It's it's just limitless. But for me, I'm a I'm a strummer. I pick out a couple licks here and there. I've sat down with many people to try to learn music theory and the guitar. And my little ADHD brain is like, oh, that makes sense. And I walk away and it is gone. Right. So, you know? <laughs> so I'm happy with the skill set that I have. I've been playing since I was 16. Um, you know, I get get kind of envious when I'm around people with a lot of talent. Um, they make it look so easy, but it does take, you know, time and just a lot of practice every day, practice, practice till it becomes muscle memory, just like it did with piano. But I think if you took some time to figure out how the fretboard was laid out, it would probably make sense in your brain faster than it does in mine, but it's, there's plenty of like YouTube videos out there that tell you this is this is how you master the fretboard, and it's just redundant all over, just like it is on the piano. It's just laid out different on the fretboard. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Well, because you know you go, you go down the fretboard and then you got to you know go up the string and then different notes from different places and. It just, yeah, um, but, but it's repetitive. As you know, there's only so many notes in a scale, right? True. And there's sharps and there's flats. Yep. And if you already have that basic knowledge, then it's just more of like knowing where it's laid out on the board. So where are all the C majors? Where's all the A sharps or whatever? You know, like 
and then it starts to click. Oh, this is this is repetitive all the way up the board. But there's there's plenty of people out there to do lessons with and lots of free, lots of free YouTube videos and TikTok is more my spam because it's like 15, 30 seconds of a lesson and that is about all I can handle anymore. So <laughs> <laughs> but I think go through the course, go through the course and get a feel for it. You know, there's also basic, you know, um, beginner one guitar books where you go and the note is here and this is how you play it, blah, 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 laid out one by one if you got that kind of time and patience. But um, yeah, it's starting to slowly click in my brain, all of it. So. All right. Well, well, you're, you're just very encouraging and <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, what, I'm going to work toward a Christmas carol for next year. Travis is going to be shredding it here in no time at all. Shredding oh, it. Because I suck. It's, and that's, oh, yeah. that's why I want to do it, right? I mean, I, I'm like, you know, I'm not good at it. So if I become like somewhat passable at it, I will have actually like accomplished something in my mind, you know? And so Silent Night's an easy layup. I can sing it already. So I'm halfway there. Mm -hmm. Twinkle, twinkle, little mark. star. I mean, twinkle, you know how to play Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. You know how to do the ABC song. I mean, that's it's that it's just like that. No mm -hmm. kidding. Yeah, I'll teach you. Know, you. Yeah, I'll teach you. G, C, E minor, D. You know, like ten thousand songs. So, let me ask this question. I mean, we're this is perfect. I love where we're at. Taylor, how how many times do you have to practice a song or? And it's not a song. It's a it's a section. It's a it's a block. How long do you have to practice a section of a song to know it? Well, if I'm learning chords, usually it's pretty smooth, unless there's you know a particular section of the song that might be a little bit more challenging in terms of what we call the chord progression. So if I'm going up and down the neck and I'm playing this chord, but I have to get rid of this chord. Sometimes that could be a little challenging and that might be something I break down for a day or two just to get the muscle memory down. Like I said, if I'm doing what's called tablature, which is more of like I'm learning a riff or something like that, I will hyper focus and stay up for like 36 hours to master it in my brain, <laughs> which doesn't happen as often as it used to. Um, so maybe that's a sign I'm healing, but uh, it just depends on the song and what I'm trying to accomplish it really doesn't take that long uh, as you're more familiar with what you're supposed to be doing with your hands in terms of the work but if you're a beginner it could it could take a couple weeks you know this must be someone from your household that must be my daughter that's my daughter mm -hmm. that's Jordan we need to get she's smack Jordan. talking me Smack talking me from the other room. She's busting me. Yeah, COVID was horrible. I was I was playing all night long during COVID. I didn't know what time of day it was anymore. I just would play all night long. <laughs> I, I, I have a like, question. I'm in my house at two in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Well, wondering minds want to know. I think no. Yeah, yeah, um, we nobody. Know. We Denver. get it. We get it. I have a question. I don't know. I want to ask it, but because I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Who's a better guitar player, you or your daughter? 
Oh, there's no such thing as better. Okay. They're just different. People are different. I don't, I mean, I think you're both amazing. You can label somebody better from your perspective, but in no way is it fair to say, well, I'm better if I've been playing longer than her, if I've had more experience than her, better in terms of, you know, what did you start with? I mean, her voice, oh my gosh, don't get me started on her singing. She's so phenomenal. And I think she's on, she's probably better than I am because she has more patience to sit there and learn picking patterns and things to songs that I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to commit to that anymore. I'm too old for this. Um, so, you know, <laughs> um, I, I love her talent. I love her skill. In fact, all my kids play at three and they all play and they all have assets to resources I didn't have growing up. So, what they've been able to accomplish as musicians so young has gone a lot further than what I've, I've accomplished in terms of their skill sets. But there again, you know, I, I don't, I don't rate people as better, just different. And, and again, I, I, I mean, no. I'm just so glad she enjoys, enjoys uh, coming up on stage with me and singing and um, doing all of that. It's, it's a blast. Although she said, it's me, not her. She said, I'm better. <laughs> well, I didn't want to be the one to say it. <laughs> is, she, is she there right now? She's in the next room. Yeah. I should invite her in. You are more than welcome to. Because she's part I, of the family. You know what? When I was pregnant with all three of my kids, all three of my kids, I would stand against a speaker and my, my their dad would walk in and be like, what are you doing? I'd be like, they're going to love music. And then the fact is that when I was pregnant and I would play guitar, I mean, I'm playing, playing right in, you know, in their developmental ear. And so they're, yeah, they're all so very, very talented. And I love it. She's here. There she is. <laughs> Part of the family. Mm-hmm. And I know Eric is excited about that. Eric Mello with Contagion Effect. He's he's been. Let me just say, man, it's been incredible. It's been incredible. Jordan has, you know, been with me all her life. She didn't have a choice. <laughs> but in terms of like adulthood, okay, in terms of adulthood, when life got hard and everything fell apart, when I fell apart, when I I didn't know what was happening in my world, like she walked with me every step of the way, and um. <laughs> As we've worked out in therapy, not in like a bad way. We're not like, you know, codependent on each other. We've just <laughs> developed this like, this respect and this partnership mm-hmm. that, that not only as mother and daughter have we grown, but in terms of just like, yeah, artists, musicians, uh, we talk a lot about art. She has a, a job that involves a lot of her creative mind. And we, so we're constantly bouncing our creative minds off of each other a business partner like let's come on i've sat in interviews accidentally been in interviews she has sat in on my job interviews and i'm like this was weird um this girl is yes like you guys should hire her but not codependent we're not codependent no my therapist says it's healthy and it is (laughs) (laughs) um well and i don't know sitting across the table from both of you it is clear both of you have your both your a uh, separate inspiration, a separate drive, but you just work well together, and that's you've got one of the amazing gifts 
that uh, I don't know that all families get to experience. And so congratulations to you guys. Thanks for the openness. Thanks for letting us in to your life and sharing what you've shared with us. Um, it, it, it's, and Jordan, you're just part of the family as, as any one of the other veterans that come onto our show. And I know I owe you an email and that you, your business card <laughs> sitting right there. Um, we we're trying to get some other people to pay attention to what we're doing, which would require, it is what it is, but I do want to do a quick shout out because, uh, the contagion effect, uh, Eric and Mike, amazing, amazing supporters, followers, and uh, they got their own thing going on, too. Um, we've got a new thing in our network that uh, they put it out. I want to give them a shout-out for the purpose. They live in California, and they do their show from California, and they their piece is kind of California space and this and that, and they put out a post about how Breeze Across America needed uh, support in Minnesota. So I just had a conversation with a guy named last name Chapman who runs Reese Across America Radio. And uh, there's some things that are happening. You're going to hear a lot about Reese Across America with uh, the WeP3 network and uh, what we're doing with the People's Patriot Project because uh, we threw our, our hat into the ring and said, hey, they were going to cancel. I And I can't. I haven't done enough research, but um, our cemetery, our national cemetery in Minnesota is 240,000 grave sites. It's a large cemetery. They were going to cancel the event this year in Minnesota. And I was just like, no, that's a terrible idea. So uh, Andrea is now the boss. I don't know how she became the boss, but someone made her the boss. Uh, and is now the coordinator for Reese Across America, Minnesota. And we're excited to be part of that. We need to thank the contagion effect for that. And that's that's what this whole family thing is that we've created with, uh, you know, even with Steiner and an involvement with uh, Mr. Steiner and uh, Hero Stock. It's weird. I'd actually had invited Taylor to our show before Hero Stock, but Hero Stock just cemented that whole thing and, and the relationships and all the pieces. Who know? Who knew we'd get to meet Jordan? I didn't even know that was a factor in in any part of this. And again, just uh, love what she does, love her passion and, and her craftsmanship. And uh, we just appreciate you guys so much. And um, it's awesome to continue to do shows like this and showcase amazing benefactors that put it out there for, for the purpose of helping other people. And so I know that's I what your mission is. I have a question for, for Jordan. Uh, did you go through the uh, Guitars for Vets program as well? No. So I was just going to oh, okay. say, uh, I have not had the honor of serving in any of our armed forces, but with two parents who are vets and with my older brother being active duty, it's a very big part of my life still. And so when my mom started this chapter, I immediately was like, yeah, let's do this. And so I've become a volunteer and I am first volunteer for every event. Um because I just love getting to see, you know, all of the, the lives that we get to help. And I've met so many incredible people. I mean, you guys, everybody at Hero Stock, I got to meet in just so many incredible people who not only welcomed me immediately and, and welcomed my mom immediately to a family, but in just people that we can 
trust and people that understand where we're at in our lives. And that has been a huge blessing to us because, you know, when my mom travels for work and things, I worry about her all the time, but she'll send me a text like, Hey, I'm meeting up with this person from hero stock today. And I'm like, she's good. Like, you know, I trust that she's, she's found her community. She's found her people and in so have I, and that's been really amazing. Well, I, I asked that question because aside from you being on stage and playing music and all that at Hero Stock, you were also, uh, when I went and walked by the, the Guitars for Vets table, you were, you were the one there <laughs> getting me to sign up and, hey, do this and, you know, <laughs> check, out the, check, out the, uh, check out the virtual chapter and all that. Like you, you were the one pitching that, and I just I, – I appreciate your passion just as much as everybody else. Uh, I, think, I think you're going to go big places. Thank you. That's really kind. I tell you what's been a real honor is my children saw me at my worst a couple years ago. It's, it's, life gets hard, you know, but I've always been the strong one. And during this time period, so much had happened in such a short amount of time that I literally could not be strong anymore. And I went into a PTSD crisis. Jordan was the only one home with me at the time. And she was one she was my reason for hanging on. And so I realized, you know, my kids have seen me at my worst. I want them to see me at my best. Like I have to get better. And in doing that, I mean, Guitars for Vets just really had surrounded me and supported me everywhere from the the leadership to the people local here. Just took care of me and took care of you know, Jordan and, and still do. Um, and I think that spoke volumes to her about what this community is. I already knew, I grew up military. I knew what this community is, but in the part where I couldn't be strong anymore, so many people came in close to us and lifted me up and lifted her up to the point where I knew I could heal. I didn't have to be strong for Jordan. She had support. She has always been so strong for me, but she had people she could turn to to say, I'm worried about my mom. Can you get her help? And I want that to be available for all families because when a veteran has PTSD, the whole family does. Mm -hmm. And so I want my children to see like, it's okay to struggle. It's okay to, to not be strong for a minute and to know that you can heal from this. you It's about who you surround yourself with. And so also to see that resources like a guitar, like art, like radio, like writing, um, create such a, a place for healing, for vulnerability, to share stories, and that it doesn't make you weak to say, I, I struggled. I, I fell apart, uh, life got hard and I couldn't handle it. Or even that I have I have suicidal ideation. Like in, you say that in some places and you get kicked off the team. You get kicked <laughs> out of the, which has happened to me. Mm -hmm. I, I've been honest about my mental health issues and was dismissed from that place. Um, and my kids have all seen that. And I'm like, you know what? I don't even care because what I do care about is People like you, people like we met at, at Hero Stock. I told her, I said, I walked into a room full of strangers, and a day later, I felt like I was leaving a family reunion. Like, that's how quick we all just meshed. Um, and so I'm just so grateful for all of you that have come into our lives. And not only, I mean, as soon as I come into this, you guys are like, Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. <laughs> and I'm like, we're already talking about you. Get in here. Like, we're just 
veterans and families to be an example for both that mm-hmm. that the healing is about the whole family healing well and outside of that i think you're creating and i won't say the word perfect i mean I, i'm leaning really hard perfect but you're creating a model of of how to do it successfully and i think that's a piece that's been missing for a long time and you know when you say there's been people that kibosh you because you share your feelings share where you're at there's a lot of work that needs to be done in our societies where we need to find a way to make that acceptable because I've got the the caveat to it being okay to have these struggles. You have to find a resource and not everyone's going to reach out and hand you, Hey, here's your opportunity to get out of that phone. You're going to have to put your boots on the ground to find that resource, whether it's playing guitars, whether it's playing video games, whether it's microdosing whatever through a doctor's discretion and or a, you know a licensed shaman, there's there's a plethora of opportunities. But what we can't do is sit stagnant in our space because I, that's called fermentation, and I don't know that fermentation has ever really helped a lot of uh, or stagnicity. Yeah, that's a great big word. Write that one down and put that. I don't think it's a real word just for the record. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you're not in the game to be part of the solution, then again, you're still part of the problem. It's all right to say, Hey, I have anxiety, but if you just sit there and say, and keep telling everyone you have anxiety, you're not progressing anywhere. You got to be willing to take a step. And um, it has to be the right place in the right time because the wrong person, like you said, in our culture right now, it's going to hurt or harm your, that relationship. But there is a plethora, a plethora of opportunities through the channel podcast we're doing, through Hero Stock, through you name it. I mean, we've right now, currently, we have a little bit over 400 uh, reachable boots on the ground organizations through the People's Patriot Project. They say there's 46,000 veteran organizations across the country. That angers me a little bit, only in the fact that I know that not even 10% of those organizations are doing what they say they're going to do. And and again, one of the things that we have found, and this isn't a bad thing and that's not judgmental, is a lot of these veterans that are building some of these organizations are, are self-helping. They're, it's good. It's good because it's therapeutic. I'm going to tell you right now, it's therapeutic. This week, we had actually four asks. Uh, one successful done so far. Uh, we had a veteran who was working, needed to have his vehicle fixed. Uh, some wasn't planned, wasn't in the budget. Another veteran reached out to us, said, hey, can you work through this? We worked through it. And, you know, Andrea got the chance to deal with him and was that t- in tears at the end of the day. We won't out this guy. And, and, but he's like, you know, no one's ever done anything like this for me. And it's there is support out there. You have to reach into the right space, and it's not easiest. And that's why I get angry when I hear or say 46,000 because a lot of times when people reach out to us, um, they're surprised, A, that we answer the phone, B, that we respond back to them immediately. They're like, oh, my gosh, you did this. And then 90% of those people are just happy that there's someone else on the other side of the line. So if you're not doing your job, um, we'll have uh, Jeremy Daniels, get in your ear about uh, doing it the right way. 
and uh, um, and he's going to have a show that shares how to do it the right way, and we're going to support him with that too. And how exciting that is! We just we love having you guys here. I know I got on a rant there, and I apologize, but there's uh, one more thing I uh, do want to uh, uh, say here, and going back to something Travis was saying earlier just about how I want to go beyond preaching statistics. You know what? I've been saying the same thing myself. And there's a term out there that um, I didn't know it existed, but in terms of finding, finding my own path to healing, I was like, oh, that's exactly what I did. But instead of uh, post-traumatic stress, uh, I started using a new term, and it's called post-traumatic growth. And that's where we want to turn our focus on is, is so many veterans are tuned out now to hearing PTSD, post-traumatic stress, not just veterans, a lot of people, 22 a day statistics, suicide awareness, like people are just numb to hearing that now to the point where it doesn't create a call for action. But when you say, yeah, there's opportunity here for post-traumatic growth. Did you know that in being broken open and being pulled apart and being shattered, you have the potential now to grow from there. And that's what the healing process is. It's just growing again. Um, and so that's kind of the script and dialogue of what I've been wanting to change is the mindset there that we're creating sources and opportunity for, for growth to happen. Um, and that I, I forgot the other thing I was going to say now, shoot. Ugh. Anyways, I absolutely love that. And I've never even put that thought together because we do say PTSD all the uh, the time or uh, PTS. And we always talk about mindset. And that's, you know, the trigger words of this era right now is mindset and positivity. That's why we created the show. But I love the name of our show tonight is going to be post-traumatic growth. And I think that's a piece that we should drive forward as as all of our units together everyone that's on here let's do it because yeah, it gives our organizations are here to fill the gap number one between this the veteran and, and getting the the doctor's help and stuff like that but really the 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 opportunities that we provide here in the middle i think are even the most valuable because you know what a doctor can only do so much over here really it's our our fertile ground to create what's going to come out of this. And a lot of times we don't have the verbiage. We don't have the resources. We don't have the skill set to take care of ourselves because we have spent a lifetime taking care of other people. So to even be able to turn inwards and say, how do I want to grow myself out of here? Well, I'm so guilty of wanting to take care of other people that, yeah, in order to take care of myself, I had to join a nonprofit. (laughs) <laughs> that would not only take care of me, but allow me to take other people. So there's another term there called a wounded healer. In order for me to heal, you know, I've got to heal through my own wounds. And so that is, you know, that's what I do. Where's my wound? Where's my pain? Because that's where my purpose is. There's purpose in your pain. What is it? Now, how can you go help others heal through that? You're a wounded healer if that's what you're doing. Um, and that's a great thing. But in terms of like being broken and being shattered, a lot of people are like, this is it. Everything I built for myself is is now gone and I can't be anything else. Well, you know what? You can be buried or you can be planted. And if you're planted and you're broken open, you have just created opportunity for new growth. There's a new part of you that is going to come out of this. 
And it's just there again, teaching people how to have that mindset of this isn't the end. It's so hard to see beyond the pain. I know it is. I think about that all the time where I was, you know, two years ago, where I was seven years ago, where I never thought I could never envision what the past years of my life have been like. I, I tell my daughter all the time, like, can you believe this is happening to me? Because the version of me a couple of years ago did not see any of this coming. Um, but when you open yourself up and you're vulnerable to, to the pain, to the purpose behind the pain, to the lessons behind the pain, and you get that growth, that's where we need to focus. And we need people to tell their stories. This is how I grew after my pain. That's what I do uh, with my organization. I have the opportunity to basically be the poster child for guitars for vets and to tell people, I have PTSD. This is what it looks like. You would not know I had it if I didn't tell you or let you see it. And music is only one of the tools that I use um, to cope. And I tell my story everywhere I go. And some days I wake up and I think, dear God, I wish nobody knew that about me. Because it is still hard to share that. But because I want to save lives and I want to save families from having to go through that experience, then I do whatever it takes. My daughter does too. We all, we're just very vulnerable, authentic people with our stories. This is... uh my brain is going a billion miles an hour right now. And I, I thank you. Uh, keep your eyes and ears out for the graphene dome. Uh, the PTGN, the post-traumatic growth network. And uh, uh, that uh, we'll put Taylor as the, the curator of that whole. Uh, and I, I'd like everyone to in their brain, Kind of raise a hand, you know, it's rhetorical, raise a hand and say, I commit to being part of the PTGN. And uh, I got goose, holy ghost bumps all over right now, just thinking that there, that's again, this goes back to the amazing people down at the Bowl of the Patriot, the amazing people at Hero Stock. And there's going to be many, many, many other events I've been watching. Um, Scotty Hastings and, and pulling all those people in uh, Steiner this last week and, and uh, Barbara Sim and in all these amazing people that I, I know this is a, this is a go, this is a go time on target now. Boom. <laughs> ah. This isn't even, so this is another part of this. Who, who would have known? This isn't the format of our show. We don't do this. We've got three specific questions that we ask, and we go down. But this is way more beneficial than, you know, hey, what have you been doing? What are you going to do? And where are you going? Uh, this is way more important and uh, more than appreciated. So we've done our hour. we got to turn the switch off now. No one else. We're done. Uh, thanks for coming. No, that's not how we do this. Uh, if anyone has to go, we respectfully – respect your time and if you have to go please please go we've got an amazing onslaught of people that are listening to the show right now um thank you for being here uh, again if you have questions concerns ideas uh go ahead and ask them in the chats uh, we do get to them yes we do screen them they're not all going to get out there but uh 
again, Miss Gwinner, thank you for your amazing mission and story and being part of what we're doing. Uh, she was on our episode two weeks ago and just an amazing Jeremy Daniels. Um, <laughs> thank you. Train derailed successfully. We appreciate <laughs> you, brother. Uh, check out Jeremy Daniels' story uh, on uh, Facebook. And again, you're going to see a lot more of him. Um, I don't I don't feel right sharing his story. Um, I do think he would more than willing to let us. But uh, again, um, not completely capacitated or decapacitated, but he's in, he's in a rough spot uh, because of uh, where he was at his MS and what he's got that was brought on by, by burn pits and his claim that it wasn't just burn pits, but the environment where he was at over overseas. We appreciate him. He is a researcher. Follow the paperwork. He says uh, important stuff. Um, check his story out. It's important. And we've been trying to find people that uh, will push his his words forward. It's important because if we help Jeremy, we'll help all the others that are dealing with that we don't have the voice that Jeremy has. Um, Taylor, can you ready to play us a song and then we'll ask Travis a question? Or <laughs> Is that too much? No, I'm just embarrassed. She's shy. Don't <laughs> Don't be embarrassed. <laughs> I wrote um, my first song. They're like, play it. I'm like, Ooh. yeah. I could play it. I'll play it. All right. Mm-hmm. Travis, yes. your head is spinning. I, I can see the, the thoughts. Are, are you part of the PD, PTGN now? Well, I, th- I, think, I think it's a, what, I, what I've been wanting, right? You know, I'm tired of awareness. I'm tired of, you know, 22. I'm tired of this. I keep telling vets, you know, what I hate is, well, it's Friday night, I got nothing to do, I'm alone. And I'm like, there's literally people that will, you know, do X with you if you come and show up. Well, that means I got to leave my house. I'm like, yeah, it does. You got to actually, like, get out there, you, you know. So it, it's, it's, it's a two-way street. It takes, it takes a little bit of a you to do this. You know, Taylor's a perfect example of this. She'd pick up the guitar and start strumming it and playing it and finding her groove. She kept with it. Look what she's doing now. And that's what I'm talking about. So, you know, if we want to call it, you know, post-traumatic growth, the growth network, the growth network, I'm, I'm all about that. Let's do it. Boom. I just, I, I, I just want to watch Taylor play so I can try to absorb some of this, you know, fretboard work. I don't know if you can see it very well. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Be comfortable. All right, can you guys hear me? All right, are you ready? All right, so just a little backstory. I didn't have a song a month ago when we met. Um, I and Jordan was today like, are they going to make you play? And I was like, oh, is that is that what we're doing? <laughs> so, like, so coincidentally, two weeks ago, I wrote my first song which had a lot to do with the healing process and everything for me but uh, so it's called on the road and it's just the fact that i grew up military i moved every three years so i don't have any place really that feels like home to me and one day last year i was on the road to see my son and i was like man being on the road like this feels like home like this is the only place that feels like home to me is when i'm traveling so this is kind of what that song is about
I've said 64 miles to go. I'm singing with the radio. The open road always feels like I'm I'm treading life on good years. Running highways makes me feel like I'm living. I just can't sit still. I need a sunset, a constant thrill. Of the wind blowing through my hair, life is good. It's just not always fair. I'll keep driving to life. Get there. A restless heart in endless dreams are the things that keep me free and fine. I feel at home with every mile. I won't look back, no, that's not my style. It's open door. Always feel like I'm home. On the road to Colorado, the road that says 30 more miles to go. That's my song. <laughs> <laughs> They're, like, um, They're like, that's fine. You're, <laughs> what a talent. What, how awesome. Could you hear it? I don't know. Yes. Yes. Uh, it was great. It was great. Now she's going to be like, here's no, one no, I literally no, no, just no, no, wrote no, no, while no, you were singing it up. <laughs> <laughs> Make her sing. I'm, I'm okay we've with that. Never, we've never <laughs> pressured pressure anyone to do anything like that at all. Yeah. We are playing on Veterans Day, yeah, over in Red Oak, Iowa, at their uh, arts arts center. God's country, Iowa. Oh, I thought she. I, you said. I thought you said. Wyoming. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not Wyoming. Always Iowa. Iowa. Always. Iowa. We'll play anywhere. So, you know, just give us a call. Heck yeah. I don't think that'll be a problem at all. Um, What is next, uh, Travis Partington, for... Oscar Mike Radio or War? <laughs> war. Hang on, you want to say War again, Mark? You were going to say it again. Yeah, yeah. What is next for War? <laughs> <laughs> Too much. I, I, I think you know it's it's something like this where. You know, we're connecting in the Boston area, right? 
but you know we can't ignore the fact that hey we're getting interest from other parts of the country other like-minded individuals and so it'd be really cool to kind of really here's a term grow that into a true like interstate highway like we're going to go down the variable i-95 to someplace in florida or take i-20 west to minnesota so we can connect with each other faster you know there there's a veteran that needs help say in ohio or pennsylvania well i'm not in pennsylvania you're not in pennsylvania but we both know somebody in that area and we can get help faster um you know we can help vet each other's work we can help vet other veterans groups because you know i'm on the fence about this uh for this and oscar mike radio um you know i'm almost the point where i want to start calling out those who take money take time take resources and don't fill their mission statement it's it's to me getting close as time start naming names because I can tell you civilian donors are like, you know, I've given thousands of dollars to org X. And I don't see anything happening. I'm kind of wondering where my money's going. And I feel that if we don't police our own community, somebody else, some attorney general's assistant somewhere is going to want to make a name for themselves and do it for us. So if you're not doing what you say you're going to do, I'm, 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 I'm thinking I'm going to start doing it. Not to make a name for myself, not to, you know, call somebody out for the sake of calling somebody out, but it's not right that you have Org A who's trying their best with limited resources, time, and effort to grow and serve get overshadowed by another org who took that money and just built a slick marketing campaign. But when you really start digging beneath uh, 990 and other things, realize that they didn't do anything. And I don't know how I feel about that, but that's kind of where I'm going next because, you know, there are 40,000 plus orgs in this country, almost a thousand per state. That's how many are growing here. I mean, we should, no veteran should be homeless. No veteran should have to worry about a suit for a job interview. Nobody should have to worry about, you know, putting, you know, their kids' medicine on a credit card. None of that. We, we are a small block, but we are a very large block in this country if we unite. And if you're not authentic, it's, it's getting to be time to start saying the, the wheat and the chaff have to separate and let the cream rise to the top. So I'm, I'm mulling over, Mark, and, and because, you know, I see you guys every week here doing this. I got to talk to Taylor tonight. I'm like, you know, this is this is the kind of stuff that resonates with me. People who are in their area of operation, doing what they say they're going to do, not expecting their name on likes or, you know, a million social media likes, they're doing it for the right reason. I, I will support that all day long versus somebody who said, hey, you know, we had this event, we're doing this, you know, buy my shirt, buy this, buy that, buy my keychain, you know, get on my mailing list and give me money. And then, like, what's happening with that money? So that's kind of where I am on an on on internal level of, you know, the other thing with Oscar Mike Radio is just to, to perfect my craft. There's there's a lot of stories out there that need to be told. And, you know, I'm trying to find a way to continually improve what I do so those stories get told and people connect with them. 
this is such a gigantic subject matter, and it, it's a piece that we've talked about a lot and actually put into practice. And the hardest piece that we struggle with, because of our integrity and because of our character, it's hard for us at times because we don't what we don't want to do is create that battle. We've got we've got people on our network we will not do business with ever again. I'm just gonna put it out there. Um they have stolen, they have done shady business deals, they have, and it's like, is it our place to put that person out there on on that's what that's what I wrestle on the with. Plank. That's what I'm wrestling with right now. Is, is it my job? And because once you go down that road, you're going down that road. Well, by the same token, it becomes like, a he should he say she say piece, right, and then right. who's to say that they can't fire that back at you? And I, yes. So we did an event a year ago. A year ago, this last week, we did an event, and this was one of the greatest things. I knew we had made it. Uh, we did an event down another state, another city. Um, after the event, part of the, the team that was supposed to be supporting uh, the event turned out and put a scathing post out on uh, social media. It hurt my feelings. Yes, my feelings were hurt. And Andrea and I were battling here. What do we say? What do we do? And I'm like, sit back. Let's give it a minute. And I want to tell you what, one of the most amazing things in my life happened. Every veteran that we reached or have helped in the, in the five years that we've been part of the People's Patriot Project and put it out official started going after this group of people. Everyone that was at the event started going after this group of people. And then people that were in our network stepped up and said, you, this is defamation and this is slander. Paperwork is lined up and me and Andrew didn't have to touch it at all, which I'd never been more proud of my life in the mission and our credibility and our transparency and the pieces that we've done. Um, does it hurt my feeling that there's people out there that are like that? Here's the deal. A lot of you are probably getting these texts right now of people, you know, saying you've got a missing package Send your stuff. That stuff is out there. Those kind of people are out there. And we've got to thin the herd somehow. And uh, I would be more than willing, Travis, and continue this conversation. I think we need to have a lineup of reputable organizations yes. that that sit on a on a we'll call it a board, a round table, or something. And as a group, all of us have our name on that. Now this is, I can see people starting to eat each other during this thing. And that's the part that scares me. But um, how else do you do it unless we'd have to create a criteria, A, B, C, D, is everyone doing this? And if they're not doing it, then we got to say, hey, we're checking you as an organization. I feel terrible doing that on one side, but on the other side, if you're not doing the job you say you're doing, then Move aside and let us move forward. And, and well, make well Mark, 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 if I may, to me, here's here's my here's my here's where the fulcrum really gets me. And I'm really on the fence about this. How is that any different than stolen valor, 
How is that any different than the organization that says, hey, you know what, if you give me part of your disability benefit, I can help you with your, you know, VA claim, your, your, your um, you know, VA mortgage or your, right? It's no different. They're, they're, they're taking from people who need it and not giving it to the people that, does, that need it and deserve it. And, and that, is, that is wrong. That is wrong. And I don't, and that's the thing. I don't know what the answer is because I definitely understand where you're coming from. Once you go down that road and start having to do that, you're you're instantly in that lane. But by the same token, I wouldn't let somebody who I knew who claimed to be a Marine Scout sniper, they just busted one out in Western Mass, and I knew he was false, slide. I, I wouldn't do it. So this this is the existential problem I'm having at this point with my with my show, I, I, I because I'm like, if, if we don't start policing our own, somebody else is going to, and somebody's going to start figuring out that, you know what, this org is just a tax shelter to move money through for, you know, a select few uh, people. And I'm just, I don't know. Well, I think the, we, the positive way of approaching it is just to say on our resources page, these are the organizations we stand behind. Mm-hmm. And if and it might be as simple as that isn't on that page, then there might be a reason to pause and say, okay, why aren't they behind this organization? And is that one because recommendation is huge, word of mouth is huge, mm-hmm. partnerships are huge. And if you're not partnered with somebody I'm looking at, that's gonna make me question then who do I choose? In the part- this person you don't partner with or this person that you do recommend? Does that make mm-hmm. sense? The the scary part, and then there's a liability that falls into this, and it's it's kind of like having a, and this is a terrible example. It's a great example of a terrible situation. Um, bad teachers don't get fired. They they mm-hmm. don't get renewed contract, and no one says a word about them, and they go on to the next school district and and do that, and and that's kind of where. I'm not afraid of liability, but what I am afraid of is having what we have built is amazing, in my opinion. And what I don't need is someone else out there tarnishing because they've got a grudge because they because that and that's the part I don't want. You're going to have that if you're a leader, you have a target on your back, period. You have that part of the list is when when you do get targeted and your audience comes to your defense and says, bull crap, no, that is not true. That is like the best litmus test you can have. And if you're not afraid to put yourself to that test, it should turn out in your favor. I've had that multiple times. I've had people come at me multiple times with attitudes and try to drag my name through the mud and I don't respond. I don't give it any energy at all because if I've done my job then that isn't going to do anything, anything to me. I love the minds. I I see, I see what you're saying. I see what you want to accomplish, but there again, it seems to take more energy than I would want to give there when I could be putting this energy over here to something that's going to make a difference. If, If you're wanting to police the nonprofits and stuff, I mean, truthfully, if they're not in it for the right reasons, they're going to weed out, they're going to burn out fast, but the rotting fruit falls fast, but well, but it's going to be out there. It's going to be out there. I, I just don't want another Wounded Warrior Project um, 
I'm, I'm, I'm going to drop that name because it's well documented, you know, what went on with that. Um, and I think you're right, Taylor. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe there's a different way to handle this. Maybe it's just, it's simple, maybe as simple as what, what you said, just have a page that say, Hey, you know, I support these orgs. They meet the criteria that I have. And here's my criteria. Mm -hmm. And you can feel maybe that's all it takes. Maybe I'm because I think it I takes too much energy away from what you could be doing to be out there policing what other people are doing. Mm -hmm. I have too much work I want to do in this side to be worried about what anybody's doing on that side. That is not going to further well, me in any way to waste my time over here. Well, just for some context, I have people, I'm sure Mark and Andrew, you guys do too, Jonathan. Hey, you know, Travis, is this org good to go or not? I'm like, well, let's take a look at it. So I go to their website, pull their 990, I pull their tax forms, and it's like, well, they took in $200,000 and they paid out $135,000 worth of salaries for the last, you know, that, that raises questions. And then they had $3,000 in administrative cost. Probably, probably not somebody I want to really get involved with. That's what's happening to, to me and my show, you know, a lot in the last, you know, two years. Know, is this org legit? And you know, I'm trying to figure out the best way to answer that question. And and to your point, do I really want to get into the business of of telling somebody you know they're absolutely garbage? I'm I'm trying to figure out a way to answer that. But I think I mean, if that's where you want to go, if that's your calling and that's what you want to do, then absolutely. But yeah. you know, as long as you have the energy and the time, and that is your focus for what you want to do. Absolutely, well, you know. Well, I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna tell somebody to go support somebody if I haven't checked them out and feel comfortable doing it. So it's it's kind of it's kind of happening whether I want it to or not, because you so, know, I, I mean, what has worked for us, and this has happened uh, many times, and it's been successful, is because of the nature of our show and because of the nature of the people we pull on and have conversations. When people have reached out to us and said, hey, and we don't have, here's an example. One, one, uh, we had a, uh, a suicide ideation individual down in Florida. I don't know how it reached our network or reached the People's Patriot Project, but we took a bite at it and we said, okay. So we started contacting people we knew in the Florida area. And we had someone, it took 40 minutes. We don't like 40 minutes. We like it less. We had someone by the guy's side on the side of a freeway in a matter of 40 minutes. From as far as I know, we've lost contact with the individual. This was early, early, early in, in what we were building and doing. But it, we know that. And oddly enough, we found out that he had Minnesota connections after that. And we were able to network through that piece with other organizations. We've worked with Jonathan and another organization out of Florida to get an RV to, and another organization to get an RV to a, a homeless veteran in Florida. It is within our own network and credibility of the people within our network, and we're going to find more, and we're going to continue to build. But we do need, we need to do a better job of putting those organizations in a place where people can find them, and that's and it's that absolutely does all absolutely mean. critical because, quite honestly. When you're in a PTSD crisis situation, you couldn't be more vulnerable. You couldn't be more susceptible to, to grasping at the first person that's going to reach out your way. And if they have ill intentions or some, you know, ill 
wanting to harm you or whatever, take advantage of you, then that's the prime opportunity to do so. Because in my situation, really outside of Guitars for Vets, I kind of was struggling with like, where do I go for help? The VA, my brain was only like, go to the VA, go to the VA. But it didn't occur to me that I should go someplace like your page to say like, do they have resources available for me? Like I, you know, so that would be great to have that and then know that you're backing it. So you've already vetted it for me and that um, I'm going to be safe in reaching out as safe as one can be uh, to get the help I need. And that was the other thing was just like not knowing these resources are out there, not knowing how to get in touch with them or reaching out to somebody they're not answering or what have you. So it is it is important to pull and embed these resources for our community. Well, and that's a piece we've talked about a thousand times. When, when a first responder and or a veteran or service member reaches out, they're in crisis now. They're not looking for a process of weeks to figure out what the solution is. They need something... They need their load lightened right now. And if you're not prepared to do that piece, then you're not, that goes back to the 46,000 organization. If you're not ready to do that, then get out of the way. Get your numbers off the, the network. Get your, I mean, you've got to be available if you say you're going to be available because it adds to the confusion. Our veterans are muddying the water. Uh, the people that want to help are muddying the water is what's happening. And that's tough. Uh, we can do this all night long. Jordan, it looks like you're ready to play a song. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. So my perception is wrong. <laughs> I played a song that's, for you, too. That's not but her just, reality, This does Martin. make me better if I was brave <laughs> enough to play. This makes not. you more prepared. I was not. I'm in my PJs, guys. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I was so ready to turn in, and you guys were like, come on. So I had to. Um, all right, all right. <laughs> she's not prepared. You see, we have a need right now. <laughs> we, this this conversation is going to continue, Travis. And, uh, and again, everyone here, anyone that is out there watching, listening, I know that Derek Iozio is out there. Uh, we did start building something called the Graphene Dome several years ago. Our bandwidth um, is limited with... The amount of boots on the ground. Here's the deal. We need a lot of support personnel to pull off things like this. Um, we're at capacity, I think, in our space right now. But at the same time, uh, we're not giving up. We're not stopping. We're going to continue to move forward. But again, at a certain level, I do feel like we're muddying the water and the fact that if we can't pull off the big ass, then we're not doing our job as well. And I've constantly preached – you got to be ready so you don't have to get ready. That's called being mission ready and mission capable. Um, I have I have three asks in our network right now. Uh, two are, are family uh, court type things in Texas, oddly enough. I've reached out to several organizations. If anyone's got a, a lawyer in the Texas area that can help and work with a veteran with a family court kind of scenario, please reach out to us. Uh, we do have a homeless uh, one down in Florida that just recently, recently came onto uh, my plate with uh, through another organization uh, here in Minnesota. Um, again, we're trying to help, and we do what we can with what we have. Um, it is 
the the situation in Florida is the person's not a vet, but the child is a child of a vet. And so uh, that's where we think we can connect. And that's how it fits us because uh, no child needs to go homeless. That's my opinion. But again, our country needs to, to figure that piece out as a whole. Yeah. Ah, I think it's a good time. Jordan won't play music. So we got to next time. Next time. Next time. I'll prepare. I'll prepare. Jonathan always does an amazing job of inciting our closing, and then everyone will get a a piece to speak. Uh, Jonathan, what do you got, brother? Um, I don't, I mean, a lot of things were discussed tonight, but I I think I'm stuck on the the post traumatic growth part. You know, growth is, uh, it's the only acceptable way to move forward. So, um, you can't stay stuck and you can't grow standing still. There's got to be, like any plant, there's got to be water. There's got to be sunshine. So where are you getting your water from? Where are you getting your light from? If you're going to grow, you got to have the right resources to do it. Mr. Partington. Well, I just uh, want to thank you all for having me on with you tonight and to share. It was really uh Taylor, more than you know, great to one hear you play into your perspective about your journey and, and your you know continued journey of growth. Growth never stops and you know, kind of like playing the guitar, you're you're always working on something. So I, I just appreciate you uh sharing so openly and candidly with us. It, it really fed my soul tonight. And um, you know, there's a lot going on for, for me and what I'm doing uh next year and I just appreciate the support I've always gotten from from you know you, Andrea, Mark, and now Jonathan. It's just been great. With you, brother, with you. Uh, Miss Eichmann. Well, let me just um, thank our guests for coming on tonight. This is um, actually that was more enlightening. I, I, um, It was fun, but I also learned a lot. And so I want to thank you even about the frets. What if you're super, super uncoordinated with your left hand? Is there still a chance? Yes, there's always a chance. <laughs> um, it's something I've toyed with. Um, now that I have grandkids, maybe I can learn with them. I was busy enough with my own. Um, anyway, we have a couple uh, cool guests coming up. Um, next week, we have Jonathan Lopez, and we have um, Mr. Stephen Cochran. So waiting on them. Um, Jonathan Lopez has an interesting, and this is something I knew, but it's something that just misses the mark. Um, he's in Mexico and there are other countries, um, but he was, when I visited with him last, he was in Mexico with a group of our United States veterans Um, that absolutely cannot get their citizenship to go through right now. And I don't understand that process. I think that's a horrible, um, I'm going to step in the pool right now, but it's it's a horrible way to use people to get your work done and then not um, encompass them in your world. So anyway, we're going to hear from Jonathan about what he's got going on with that mission. Um, Interesting, very interesting. And then um, music with Stephen Cochran. I'm sure I uh, absolutely love the conversations I've had with him. And so um, 
he will be here to entertain us as well. Um, thank you for the learning and the sharing. And it's so good to see uh, you guys. It's been so long already. Gosh, it's been like two months, two and a half now since we saw Taylor and Jordan and then shoot in real life, Travis. It's been a couple of years already. We're, we're going to fix that in 2024. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Yeah, absolutely. Olin family. <laughs> oh, I just thank you for the invitation tonight, um, for the encouragement, because truthfully, like I said, a month ago, I didn't have a song. So having me on as your musician tonight was brave. Uh, <laughs> I thank you for the support for myself, for Jordan, uh, for Guitars for Vets, that you uh, stand behind us, that you put the word out there, because I, I can't reach every veteran out there. They don't know we exist. I can't help them. Um, and it's not so much about the guitars as we know, it's about the connection. And going back to what Travis said to our veteran community out there, to our first responders, you have to meet us halfway. We, we can bring it all to you, but you have to have that moment of courage to step up and say, I'm willing to, to connect, I'm willing to get the help, I'm willing to be vulnerable. And it is a vulnerable experience experience to to find your healing path but it is one that you will never have to journey on alone as long as people like us are are surrounding you so the resources and people are out there and we're just waiting for you to to step into our circle so we can support you people supported me now it's my turn to pay it forward jordan you got anything you want to add no, I don't think so. Just I mean, you didn't come up with a song. <laughs> <laughs> it just—it's thirty seconds of bravery, you know, to reach out and ask for help. There's no shame in it. There is always people out there who are willing to support you through whatever you're going through. And like I was saying earlier, I'm just so grateful for all of the people that I've had the opportunity to meet this last year. Even it's been an incredible year, and to having the support for my family. You know, it's it's been really incredible. The support is out there. You just gotta ask for it. I just love the wisdom out of this young lady. Um, <laughs> I've had a lot. Our of last thing, <laughs> our last thing is our call to action. Um, all of us have a device in our in our vicinity. Um, we're not even bold enough, even though our mission is veterans, first responders, and service members. Our 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 mission is about people. Our mission is about life. Um, all of us have a device in our space and it takes roughly six seconds to type a text to a person in your network and saying, Hey, I was thinking about you. Um, it's, we ask you to do about a six pack and there's a number of reasons why we ask that But bottom line. If you reach out to anyone, it stirs a conversation. Um, even our own network has started doing them to me, uh, which I appreciate and love and adore. Uh, those those text messages just thinking about you. Thank you. Um, I'm with you. We are with you. Uh, and we want to let our, our world know that we are here taking care of and supporting those who've already served. Uh, again, as much as I wanted to make it about veterans, first responders, and service members, we do it to anyone in your network. And I will challenge you to do it to one of those relationships that you thought is lost. It went south or sideways at one point. Reach out to that one person. Um, 
sometimes it's not a terrible thing to be above the line and to, to eat a little bit of a humble pie and say, you know what, I can be a bigger and better person. And uh, who knows how that conversation will go. Maybe it'll go good. Maybe it'll go bad. If it goes bad, you're not hurting anything. If it goes good, it's plausible. Plausible that you can be saving someone's life. And so uh, reach out. Uh, please commit to being part of that process. Uh, several months ago, we did one where we were committing to doing the one a day for 30 days. Uh, that was part of the WP3 wave. And uh, remember, all of us are a drop in the bucket. But you know what? You put us all together at one time, we become an ocean. And uh, we are here to take care. Uh, consider, reach out, build and grow, and let's be part of this post-traumatic growth network. We appreciate everyone. Thank you for all who've been here. Check us out tomorrow at 4.30, uh, where we have our WP3 weekly debrief. You'll hear specifically what the People's Patriot Project is working on and where you'll see us and how you can be part of that mission as well. We appreciate all of our guests for coming on tonight. Thank you. We are blessed because of you. And uh, this mission is amazing because of all the hard work and things that you guys are doing to make sure that we're taking care of those who have already committed to taking care of us. And I'd even bring up the big fat pillows of freedom tonight. So uh, (laughs) we'll move on with that. We appreciate you. See you when the smoke clears. Patriot Pride. We are resilient. We are war! War! War!